there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Well, hello, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. We back from Podfest. Woohoo! Ready to go? Rock and roll. Rock and roll. I'm going to start us off with a little bit of housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Guys, we have a new addition to our online game. You can find it on Facebook. We are doing a little snip snap for you called For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only is... Uh, remember when you were in middle school and you would write your friend a letter and it was only for them? That's what we have and it's only for you. It's not for each other. Heather doesn't need her eyes on my for your eyes only. And what we're going to do is we're going to put up our topics early. This next couple weeks is going to be a little bit wonky since we are pre-recording. You know, lift the veil here, let you guys know that, you know, the, the secret's up. We're recording for this week for the show you're listening to today on Wednesday and also we're recording next Wednesday and Friday but moving forward we're going to put up these videos that will give you a sneak peek to what the topic is going to be we have committed to one another right Heather right yes We've committed Absolutely. to one another that we will not watch these videos but it'll give you guys the opportunity to tell us some things that you want to hear about this topic or to put in your comments as to which direction we should take our topics each week. So I think it's going to be fun. You'll have pre-information and you'll be able to be in on the secret before one another are. Yeah. So like last night I saw on Facebook that Chrissy had posted a For Your Eyes Only video and I scrolled right past it and did not watch it or listen to it. So I have no idea what you said um, and everybody else does. Mm -hmm. So today that means that the secret topic for today or the grab bag topic for today is something that I still don't know about even though I could have found out well before we get into that grab bag Heather I want to just go ahead and straight jump up okay and here comes the soapbox here I am on the soapbox because My daughter woke up this morning and said, "Uh, it's such a bad week. It's such a bad day. It's so bad. And I said, did someone you love leave your life? She said, (laughs) no. And I'm like, did some painful experience befall you? She said, no. And I said, what external variables have presented (laughs) themselves to let you know it's going to be a bad week? And she said, well, none. I mean, but it's, I can, it's just a bad week. And I said, I would like to remind us all that a lot of things have to do with our mindset and mm-hmm. our internal controls. You can ter- you control your internal emotions. And I said, honey, if you think it's going to be a bad week, it's going to be a bad week. You get what you expect. Yes, you get what you expect, but it doesn't have to be that way. No. Heather, what's something that you do to create yourself a better mindset? Like if you're if you're like, all right, 
this is all me that's making things not go well. How do you self-correct that? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> because <laughs> I encounter that a lot as a, as a health coach um, for myself and for my clients. And I remember the word AIM, A-I-M. Hmm. Um, you know, the first one is the awareness that it's happening. You know, noticing that I'm having that thought. A for a, awareness. A equals awareness. And then I equals identify, identify how it's making me feel. Hmm. And then M stands for mold a different message. And so I notice that I'm saying negative things and then I identify it's making me feel anxious and negative and I don't like that. And so I mold a new message. And, um, and the way that I actually do that is decide how I want to feel. You know, if I, if I wake up feeling like it's a bad week, I don't know why, but I just feel bad about it. Um, then I might instead say, I'm really looking forward to Friday. I'm going to get so much done this week. I'm going to feel so proud and accomplished. I really like that. And I really like that you gave us like a real coachy answer too. Cause I was going to be like, I turn on some gangster rap and you know, like I, I sing to myself in the bathroom a lot. That like works put on too. My makeup. Um, but I, I really like that. And that's kind of what we did on the way to school. Mm. And I kind of said, well, why do you think it's going to be a bad wing? She's like, yeah. It's the last week of the semester. It's leading up to, you know, spring break. And, you know, I want to be, I want to be at home. Yeah, she's got spring fever. And I'm like, I'm like, I understand that. And I'm like, so let's reframe this as, oh, man, I can't wait for Friday. I'm going on a trip. I'm doing all this cool stuff. And I I think that that kind of lends to what you just said, you know, kind of we were aware of it. We identified and we What was the last one. We molded the message. Molded, molded the message. I love that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> Thanks. My pleasure. Hopefully everybody can employ that today if you're having spring fever and you're yeah. in a little bit of a bad week or yeah. whatever. So speaking of kids and speaking of learning lessons, life lessons, the grab bag today is about honesty. Okay. And it's not what I put the first video up about. I had to go do another video on my way here this morning and say, hey, we're doing two weeks. And so uh, they, they still got a sneak preview. They still got a for your eyes only, but they got it about 30 minutes before we sat down here. Okay. So all right. Um, we didn't get a lot of a lot of comment on it yet because it was pretty new. We're going to talk about honesty today um, because my child told me a lie. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Heather, you may recall. When we were at Podfest, mm-hmm. I walked in to use the restroom. We were outside at those tables in the sunshine. Remember, we sat yeah. in the sun. We were planning our brand mm-hmm. and our beautiful life and this beautiful show. Mm-hmm. And I walked inside to use the restroom. And when I came back out, I walked over to you and I said, I just overheard just a few words of a statement. Yes, I remember this. And I said, the, the statement that I overheard was, People who blindly believe what kids say to them. Yeah. What their kids say to them. And then we really didn't talk about it anymore, which is great because now I can use it as a grab bag on the show today. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. But I happened to get home and um, my child happened to tell me a half truth. Okay. So what happened was she uh, came downstairs in her gear and her headphones and everything. And she said, I'm going to go for a walk. Uh-oh. And I said, um, do you have your phone? And she said, well, the phone's dead. And I'm like, well, how are you going to be able to call me if, you know, something goes wrong? And I said, well, where are you going? And the where are you going was really not 
because I thought she was going somewhere, but because I was wondering how close she was staying because I was going to still let her go without her phone if she was staying especially close, right? And she says, well, I was planning to go over to where we used to live. And this triggers a thought in my mind that she had been telling me she'd been um, texting with an old friend over there who's an older girl, a couple years older, two or three years older, um, and that she'd been texting with that girl. And so my next logical question was, are you planning to go to that girl's house? Mm -hmm. Well, actually, yes, I am. And I said, why did you tell me you are going for a walk? Which to me implies just a big circle that ends you back here as an exercise, you know, situation. Why did you not tell me I am planning to go to this girl's house? And she said, because I didn't think you would let me. Oh. Well. Well. Hmm. And I said, well, now you don't get to go. Because, right. you know, we need honesty and transparency about what we're doing here. Why right? did she think that you would not let her go to that girl's house? Uh, well, I mean, we got into some details of, of that a little bit later. You okay. know, but it basically, like... I probably would have let her go, honestly. Yeah. I probably just would have said, you know, I needed you to call. I I will text her mother first. I will make right. sure that we're that we're all good. But yeah, like the fact that there was a sneaky about it. Yeah, she felt the part that I didn't. Like yeah, that. she felt like there was. She felt somewhat scandalous about going to this girl's house yes. and mm-hmm. and what was it. what was interesting is as soon as I as soon as the you know the jig was up and I'm like. Mm, okay, well, then you don't get to go. She's like, I understand. And she went back upstairs. And what she, was she like, planning to do there? I don't know. I don't know. But Mama caught her. Uh-huh. And Mama said, hmm, let's talk today. Yeah. About lies and about honesty and about, uh, do you generally believe your children or do you general, generally believe people when they're speaking to you, Heather? Oh, gosh. Well, that's two different questions. That's two different questions. When you came out the other day and said that you had overheard those women saying, talking about that, I come up, my brain kind of asked me whether I just default believe my kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends on the context. You know, if they are um, kind of saying that something is not their fault because of whatever, I automatically assume that there's a side to the story that I don't know like Mm -hmm. I think and I don't think that that means that I automatically assume they're lying I just I just I know there's two sides to every story for example like anything related to school Mm -hmm. oh well you know no I didn't know this I didn't know this blah 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 and I uh, am pretty sure that that they've been informed of the things (laughs) that are required of them and that there there was there's two sides to the story so in that case Not necessarily, Um, but if I ask them whether or not something happened or how something went down, then yeah, I I haven't had any experiences yet where I would assume or where my first instinct would be, you're not telling me the truth. Mm -hmm. And so I think at this point in parenting, um, you know, if I ask for the details of what a situation was, they're telling me the truth yeah and I feel the same way I kind of like blanket believe my children and I told my children yesterday I want to be a mommy who trusts her kids Mm -hmm. 
and I am until you give me reason not to be. Exactly. You, as long as you are trustworthy, as long as we have this open communication, then I do trust you. I want us to have open communication. And I guess that kind of leads me to... There are probably some people in our lives who we might know they're bullshitting us and we like we're not going to call them on it. We're just going to ignore it and move on. Mm -hmm. But your core network of people. Right. When you get into these, this is my my tribe. This is my little group. These are the people in the world that I need to be able to trust. Mm -hmm. I think we hold them to a higher accountability standard perhaps than the go ahead. Do you think that we default trust those people more or not? And I guess trust isn't really the right word. I guess um, assume or believe that what they're telling us is true because they are so close to us. Perhaps. And I mean, when we get into it with relationships and things, you know, like moving outside children into like couples relationships, that's why, you know, cheating and that's why, you know, all those kind of things takes such a sting because we thought we knew this person. We thought that there was honesty there, I think. I know that I get caught in between feeling Pollyanna-ish or naive because I, I believe the best in people and I, I, I give a lot of benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I, I often do assume that people are coming from a good place or good intentions. Um, and then the other flip side is I also find myself being cynical in the sense of um, assuming or knowing that whatever anybody has told me is coming through their filter and their lens and is skewed by their personal motivation for protection mm -hmm. or advancing whatever a agenda isn't really the right word, but you know, whatever their, their deal is not necessarily maliciously, but because that's human kind, that's human nature and so if I hear something, I don't typically take it at face value. I consider what is their perspective and their motivation for telling me this version of what happened. Yeah. And I'm actually going to jump a little bit because I kind of had this question, how important is honesty to you in, the, in your relationships? But what you just said reminded me of... I, I had this boyfriend for a while. This is maybe a year, year and a half ago. I dated him for about four months. And he consistently, consistently told white lies. Mm -hmm. Not to me, to other people in our environment. Like he, he, he was always like, we would be driving and he would call someone and say that we were 20 minutes out mm. when we were like in the parking lot of the grocery store like like he like for no reason like things that didn't make any sense and weren't for any compelling reason and I would always be like why did you lie about that like why would you lie about that and it eroded my feelings toward this person right to I'm like I'm like if you are lying just in everyday statements that don't matter in any way you're just not saying what's actually happening to people then what are you doing to me right you know what, what like and it, I think that in those core relationships that's to me one of the most important things is that there's honesty there I recently found out that a friend a trusted 
person, well, a, a trusted friend, you know, somebody who I have had as a friend for a long time, um, has not been honest with me about something that's really none of my business and is, is I'm not part of this per, this decision-making process. I'm not, you know, I've really no, no role to play in this part of their life. But for some reason, they weren't honest to me about it. And even though they don't need my permission for living their life, they don't need my affirmation or participation in that decision at all. The fact that they were dishonest with me about it hurt me. Mm-hmm. It hurt me and deeply. And I, be, I think because it maybe it it made me question whether I'm the kind of person people can confide in or be, be honest with. I guess because I felt like if if you couldn't be honest with me about something like that just bothers me. Like, why did you feel like you had to pretend? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that bothered you wondered me. wondered what it said about you. Yeah, it was. It, that's exactly what it was. Huh. It's exactly what it was. And maybe it says nothing about you. You're right. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a total internal thing to them. So in that case, at first, did you know it was a lie? Like how many, uh, we have no way of knowing how many lies we hear that we don't catch. True. Yeah. You know, we, we have no, no way of knowing that. If you do hear a lie and you know it's a lie, how do you react to that? Do you call the person out? Do you limit your communication with that person? What do you do? I think it depends on how serious it is. You know, if it's, it, I think it depends. You know, I think it's a case by case thing. If if I ask somebody a question and they tell me something that I'm pretty sure is not true, then if it's inconsequential, then I wouldn't give it any thought. But if it bothers me, then I don't really know what I would do in the moment. I think I would probably just know it and it would change my my opinion of them. I think that what you would do without even knowing it, you make a face. Oh, you I would, for sure. You would give up. Mm, that's some bullshit face. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that you may have seen me do that before. I did. <laughs> I saw you do it the other day. I, we were doing something and I happened to glance at you and read your face. And I read a thousand words in that facial expression. <laughs> even though I was saying something different, that, something polite. You were saying something polite. <laughs> Em and your face said to me, I'm having a hard time being nice about this. <laughs> it, it was a beautiful thing. I really loved it. I'm glad you enjoyed that. There is a lovely, excellent movie. Everyone should go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called The Invention of Lying. I want to watch this. Yes. And we did have a brief conversation about this movie. I was telling you how great it is. but It's in my queue. It, what, what's fun about it in the beginning, uh, so it, nobody lies in this world, in this alternate universe. Okay. Everybody says exactly what is true, <laughs> what they are thinking. Nobody lies. And uh, the the girl in the movie, it's, it's a Ricky Gervais movie. And I love Ricky Gervais. He's like my spiritual leader. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais is, I really, really love him. And in this movie, he's out on a date with a beautiful woman who is out of his league. And she sits down to dinner and says, gosh, you're funnier than I thought you would be. But um I still, I really don't think this is going to go anywhere. I'm much better looking than you. And I don't want little snub nosed fat kids, you know, as, <laughs> as my children. So this is probably not going to work out, you know, and it's this extreme, extreme honesty. 
And I remembered it sparked for me this term that I heard, which is radical honesty. Mm-hmm. And so okay. I did a. And now the results of Chrissy's cursory Google search. And the search results yielded for me a pretty cool article from the Huffington Post from a couple years ago. There is a book called Radical Honesty. Really? And there is a concept out there. And radical honesty is this idea that you tell the truth all the time. And this article was about a woman who she found herself attracted to someone that wasn't her husband. She had a little bit of a crush on this guy. And she thought that the crush was going to go away. She wasn't concerned that the feelings were going to grow out of control. She wasn't concerned about anything with the actual situation, except that her heart felt dishonest Mm. by not talking to her partner about this. Okay. And so she did the thing that a lot of women do, where she talked to a lot of her friends about this. (laughs) And they said, you do not want to tell your partner about this. You don't want your partner to know that you are thinking about another man. You don't do it. And she had read this book about radical honesty. And she decided she was going to sit down and talk it through with her partner. And she was going to say to him, look, I don't think this is a big deal, but I do have a crush on this person. And she ends up like crying and she's upset and you know she's she's spewing forth all of this and her husband says okay let's work through this because they're coming at it at a place of understanding and they're coming at it from a place of honesty uh here's a little snippet from this article the guy who wrote this I, i can tell that i like him i can tell that i want to read this book this guy's name is brad blanton um and here's just a little bit from the huffington post article At its core, Blanton's idea is a very simple one. When you're radically honest with someone, you tell them what you feel, what you've done, or what you plan to do, and what you really think. Being radically honest means telling the truth all the time and losing that internal filter that tells you to keep certain things, usually the naughty and emotionally complicated things, to yourself. The idea is that when you do that, you open yourself to truly authentic intimacy and relationships. And I think that that is cool. Now, this guy, Brad Blanton, here's a quote from him. He, he calls himself, I, I really like this, he calls himself, uh, let me see exactly, I want, I want to get it right. I want to get it right. He says that he is white trash with a PhD, <laughs> what he calls himself, which I think is fun. He says, my book is called Radical Honesty, not liberal honesty or sporadic honesty or any of horseshit like that, is what he (laughs) says. And he says, 85% of relationships are pretty much more phony than authentic. Half of marriages split up and more than half of those that do stay together just really suck. So, we were talking about that the other day. (laughs) Exactly. So I like this guy. I like that he's like, you know let's all stop being fake. Let's, let's do this. Let's move into this uh, invention of lying utopian society where we right. just say all these things. How is that good or bad? You know, like, let's, let's talk it out. You know, let's talk it out. Like for me, I have not always been 
nearly as honest as I am now. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, like, I understand my daughter telling me a lie, please. I was a giant liar. And I would do exactly the same thing. I would try to sneak and, like, I got to get my own way. And I, but I can't tell my parents she's going to be there. You know, like, I mean, we do this. Right. We go through this. And I started to think about, like, why am I as honest as I am now? And, of course, it's reward and punishment and, and all those kind of things. It, it, it's a history. It's it's a history, right? We, we develop mm-hmm. that things work out better for us when we tell the truth than when they don't. Yes. I, that, I do believe that honesty is the best policy. Yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't make us perfect, and it doesn't mean that we've always done it right. Like, I've told lots of lies, but it's really important to me now that I try to never do that. I feel like I, for me, being able to be honest with people comes from a two from two different places. I identified with radical honesty when you were describing it as losing your filter. Of, mm-hmm. And uh, I have to make, I feel sometimes like I'm too honest with people about, and I, I'm not necessarily like in a, I'm just going to tell you what I think, kind of brutal honesty, mm-hmm. but in a, I'm, I need to make sure that people are ready for me to be as honest with them as I am. Not everybody is. Um, But I find that the older I get, the more my motivation for being honest, and I kind of think of the word as being more like transparent, is because I've got to get stuff done. And so I... I notice just pragmatic for you. Right. Mm -hmm. I notice that my conversations are more... I want to talk to you about this. This is what I want to talk about because I need this information and this is what I'm going to do with the information and then this is what I need to get from you. And so I'm kind of laying out, you know, this is why I need to talk with you. This is what I'm doing. Here's the behind the scenes of my thought process and now I need to talk to you about it. And whereas in the past, I think when I was maybe less confident or I, I don't know, I felt like maybe I needed to pretend more about things I wouldn't necessarily I would I think I would try to be more kind of pretending like I had more together Mm -hmm. whereas now maybe I just don't feel like I need to pretend like that anymore god sometimes I love doing this show so much because you it's it's like you knew this topic it's like you guided me to my next statement that I already (laughs) had written down that I wanted to make it's so great and what I thought about when I was considering this topic and why am I so honest, the first thing that came to my mind was I had to first become honest with myself. That's that's really it. You have to become honest with yourself. And when you stop lying to yourself, when you spend time with your own feelings and you find out who you really are, that's when honesty with the world can begin you have to first get over you know that what are people going to think of me what do I think of me and it's funny it is an exercise every day it's not a magic trick like I'm just honest I'm just honest now and I I had a situation this weekend like in the past few days where I realized I wasn't being honest with myself Mm. I was trying to be the cool girl, mm-hmm. the aloof girl, the girl with no feelings, the girl who's just, yeah, I'm fine with this. Mm-hmm. This is the way to do it. This, this is, uh, yeah, because I'm cool. You know, like that 1980s leather jacket smoking the cigarette right. in, the, in the girl's room. You know, like that. that's who I was trying to be. I was trying to 
and I was doing it to protect myself. Right. I'm doing it to protect myself. And when I was honest about what I really want in this situation and about I'm actually not cool with this. I'm not the cool girl. I have real feelings involved in this situation. I have a real stake in this. And now that I have realized this and that I'm being honest with myself, it's time for me to be honest with the other stakeholders. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be honest with the other stakeholders until I stopped lying to myself. Yeah. Yeah. The, the phrase that came to mind, um, thinking about this and listening to you share about it is fake it till you make it. And I think that when we're faking it, that's when we feel like we need to have this veil of the smoke and mirrors of why we really need information or, or what we're, what we're using that information for. And when you stop faking it, when you're being your authentic self and you're comfortable with your authentic self and you don't feel shady about anything that you're doing and you don't feel like it's anybody's real business what you're doing, mm -hmm. then it's so much easier to drop the facade and just come out with it because right. there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think that once you contact that, we were talking about consequences, you know, and it kind of leads you down a path of lying or not lying. For me, the con consequences that I have touched as a result of honesty and transparency are much greater than guilt and fear and shame and waiting for the other shoe to drop right that happens for me if I tell a lie and I think that that's just part of it and every time it comes back I guess to vulnerability too every time that I'm like oh Jesus should I say this thing it's never bit me in the ass you know it's it's always been well now that it's out there and people know it doesn't have power over me anymore um you know we're gonna do an episode on Friday about alcohol use mm -hmm. and about, you know, sharing that story. And you're going to have a beautiful guest who's going to talk to us about her history. And it's a, it's a connection point. Honesty is a connection point when you go, yeah, I've really messed this up. Like I think sometimes because I'm so radically honest, it makes me feel really good about myself. It makes me feel like, like, I'm so great because I'm so honest, mm -hmm. but you're being honest about all the stuff you've done wrong. So you're like <laughs> the admission that you're imperfect. Right. Makes you closer to being the best person that you can be. You know, right alongside the word honesty in my mind is forgiveness, mm. you know, because like your daughter came downstairs and was being somewhat shady about her plans. And so there was something she wasn't being honest with herself about and she felt like she needed to conceal or she wasn't ready to talk about. And then when you with your expert mothering were able to get, yes, get to, you know, get her to admit that there was something that she was up to that she felt was not her true self and she needed to conceal it from you. Um, you know, there was a level of forgiveness, you know, that she felt accepted and, and, and forgiven in quotes by you. And then hopefully she f learned something about herself right. as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we are honest with ourselves about our motivations, about, you know, things, the mistakes that we've made and, and 
and then able to forgive ourselves for being human, forgive ourselves for not knowing things until we knew them, you know, forgive ourselves for, um, you know, pretending like we were okay with something that we weren't, then you're really able to let go and live and you're no longer ashamed. Right. And I didn't want to be on this like honesty high horse with her. Like I felt like it was important for me to say, look, it's not that I've never told a lie. It's that I've evolved to a point where I really don't do that anymore. But you're going to make mistakes and you're going to like you're a kid and kids don't come with 40 years of knowledge and 40 year olds don't come with 80 years of knowledge and we all mess up and we're all learning every day. And I think that that is just, you know, but I also told my kids, I need to be able to trust my team and this is a team and you need to know that lying to me is not going to, you know, advance our team to where we need to go. I, told my son, um, we were talking about something about somebody who had lied. And I said, you know, lying is just a big time waster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, lying is just you're just wasting time. You know, if you lie, then we have to deal, we have to live with the part where we believed the lie. And then we have to figure out that it wasn't true. And then we have to have the conversation about why did you lie? And if you had just told the truth in the first place, we would have gotten to the fun part a lot faster. Absolutely. And I find that in adult life, lying to myself is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Lying to other people is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Because nothing can happen. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> nothing can happen while we're pretending absolutely right and life is too short for that kind of bs hundred percent so friends go forth spot a lie handle a lie don't live a lie we just want you to go forth with honesty and integrity in whatever your endeavors are and my god if you got to tell a lie at least don't do it to yourself don't do it to the people closest to you figure out a way to get to a place of authenticity and live right there. And we're going to put a link up to this book because I want to read it. I want to read it too. I want to read it and talk about it, I think. And I want to read somebody who's as snarky as that in (laughs) in his writing. That That sounds like the way to go for me. So until next time, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook, go to our website and you can hear all of the episodes, not just this one, But wait, there's more. (laughs) This is episode number 39, people. Heather and I have been at this for just a few months, and we're just cranking them out. And look forward to Friday, where we're going to have special guest Regina will be on to talk to us. It's going to be great. And until then, bye. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.